What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Great day, 12.33 p.m. Beautiful, no clouds in sky here in Northridge. Here in the gorgeous San Fernando Valley. Second day of April, April 2nd, 2020. And this is the very first... Oh, I just stretch my legs here. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ah, God dang. That felt good. Ah, welcome to the very first edition of 2001, A Space Needle Odyssey. And, uh, yeah, before we get into it, I'm just feeling real good right now because I've been cleaning for the past couple hours I've just been cleaning just dusting everything and I cleaned up all my shelves and threw away a bunch of garbage and I just reorganized everything and dusted everything and I did laundry and I'm just feeling productive this is just I'm just feeling great I definitely recommend I I recommend cleaning if you haven't cleaned for a while, you're probably home right now, and you probably got time, and hopefully you got the materials. Hopefully you got those, what are they called, Clorox wipes before they all sold out, because you don't want to use any toilet paper to clean. You got to conserve that. But what else do you need to clean? Oh, a Swiffer. That's what I could... I should check... Now, now I'm just talking about what I'm going to do. <laughs> I should check the... The storage... What's it called? Like the materials closet. Over there in the kitchen. Maybe they got a Swiffer. Maybe they have a Swiffer. Or a vacuum. Because I got three... Like three and a half rugs in this room. It's a small room, but I have hardwood floors, but it's basically all, it's all rug. It's all covered in rug. Just that I bought at, because I got a big rug at Walmart. I'm looking at it right now. It's probably, I think it's a three by five. Yeah, I think it's a three by five. And then... Couple smaller rugs. One of them says Love Joy. That just reminds me of Reverend Lovejoy from The Simpsons. A hilarious side character. And then I have a little runner over here. Is that what those little ones are called? The the little narrow ones? That are meant for stairs. I think it's called a runner. A runner rug. The Steve Prefontaine of Bed Bath & Beyond. Alright, so let's just hop right into this thing. Gosh, I'm so excited about this. I've just, I'm pumped about this idea. Ever since I came up with it, was it a day and a half ago? Alright. So what we're going to do here is today is, so it's the 19th anniversary of the first game 
of the 2001 season for the Seattle Mariners, which was a historic season for the Seattle Mariners, in which they won 116 games. And did they tie? I think they tied the win record for a season with 116 wins. Or did they beat it? I think they may have... I think they beat the win record, actually. Just by maybe one game. But we'll look that up. I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out for next time. But here we go. So, 19 years ago, first game. So now we're going to... This is going to be a daily podcast. A daily show. A show within the show. It's the show behind the show. Where we're just going to go... Game, game by game, just each one, and um, yeah, each and every day, because baseball's a daily sport, pretty much. So here we go. Let's just hop right into it. So uh, first game here, five to four. The Mariners won the first game. It was at Safeco Field. The Mariners home stadium. It was a pretty good attendance. 45,911. Never forget. 911. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, game duration. It was 3 hours 23 minutes. And... Arthur Rhodes got the victory for the Mariners. And Jim Messier lost for the Oakland Athletics. Kazuhiro Sasaki got his first save of the season. And he had a really good year this year too. But we'll see that as we go throughout. Because this is just... This is just game one, baby. Alright. But Arthur Rhodes is a relief pitcher. So who started, let's see, who started for the Mariners? Oh, Freddy Garcia. Ah, good old Freddy. I have a Freddy Garcia Tacoma Rainiers bobblehead. It's completely random. Because he probably played for the Rainiers for... Less than a season, probably only a few weeks, and yet he got a bobblehead because that's the Mariners triple A affiliation team down there in Tacoma. But that's funny. So, because he was never in the minor leagues, it was probably on a, a rehab. I need to stand up and I'm gonna. I'm going to bring this. Gosh, I'm so organized now. Everything's so... Oh, I need a coaster for... I do... I'm just telling you guys everything I'm doing right now. Just... (laughs) I'm grabbing my coffee. But I need a coaster. And I got these nice... My mom has these flower coasters. Oh, and I'm sitting back down. So I got about six of them or something. Hmm. I definitely need a straw cleaner, though. That's what's been, that's been uh, something stuck in my craw lately. 
is I haven't I haven't been able to clean out this this straw. I need a straw cleaner. Cause even when you it's it's ridiculous. Something coffee does something to the straw. Cause even when I run hot water through it, it doesn't really clean it. So I'm just over here. That's <laughs> such a first world problem. I'm just like, I can't clean my straw. And other people are like, your straws are killing the turtles. <laughs> Stop killing the turtles. No. I love turtles. I have a turtle beanie baby sitting right here on my nightstand to prove how much I love turtles. And I like the turtle, the turtles in Finding Nemo. That's my favorite character from Finding Nemo is the collective turtles. All right, so, oh, yes. So each episode, oh, and I forgot to explain. I forgot to mention that this is this whole show, 2001, A Space Needle Odyssey, is it's a substitute for the 2020 season. For the current Major League Baseball season that should be going on, it would have already started a few days ago. So, but now we don't even, we have no idea. It could be totally canceled. The whole, that'd be crazy. That'd be insane if they, I I don't see it happening. I don't, I don't know. Who knows though? We have no idea. So... (laughs) I'm just like a weather... I'm the worst weather man of all time. They're, they throw to me for the weather. And I'm just like... I have no idea. <laughs> we really don't know what might happen tomorrow. There could be anything. We don't know what the heavens might send down. Alright. That's my weather man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So... This is Ichiro's first game ever in the major leagues and Ichiro will be our Mariners player that we highlight today because each and every episode of this one I'm not going to say the whole title again is uh, we're going to highlight a different player on the Mariners roster whether it's the 2001 Mariners roster or the 2012 Mariners roster or the 2020 Mariners roster. As long as it's a Mariner, that's all that matters. So we're all about the Seattle squads that were here. All right. So Ichiro, so he went two for five. That's good. That's a good first game. Two for five. And uh, he scored a run. So, but let's just talk a little bit about Ichiro. He was born October 22nd, 1973. He went to preschool. <laughs> no, just kidding. I just started. What well, if I just went through his whole life? <laughs> he was friends with Bobby. Bobby and Jim. Those were Ichiro's two best friends. <laughs> his two best friends growing up were Bobby and Jim. All right, no. Um, but this was something that astonished me. He played, guess how many seasons combined of professional baseball he played? 
because he, you know, he started his career in Japan, and then 2001 was his first uh, season in the major leagues. All right, so guess how many? Ready? 28. 28 seasons. That's unheard of. That's absolutely insane. Because he played his first game. He was only 18 years old. His first season, he was 18. And then he retired at... What? He retired March 21st, 2019. He was 45. So I guess he didn't... He didn't even play the... Wait, he didn't play the 2019 season? Interesting. But Ichiro's a legend. Let's just... Some of his career highlights here. Let's see. He was... Well, he played for the Oryx Blue Wave from 1992 to 2000. Then the Mariners, 2001 to 2012. The Yankees, 2012 to 2014. The Marlins, 2015 to 2017. And then the Mariners again, 2018 to 2019. And here's some of his Major League Baseball highlights. 10-time All-Star. 2001 through 2010. Did not miss a year of being an All-Star. 10 years in a row. I'm surprised he... That's kind of early. I'm surprised he stopped after that, being an All-Star. But I suppose he was 37 which is most professional athletes are retired at 37. But baseball players can play longer because they don't take as much of a beating, even though they play 162 games. All right, anyway. Um, he was MVP. Oh, I've totally forgot about that. He was the MVP in his first season in 2001. So, spoiler alert for the... Yeah, because we'll figure that out. Because he'll be getting multiple hits every game. That's what he did. And he was Rookie of the Year. So he won MVP and Rookie of the Year. They I, they probably could have just given Rookie of the Year to someone else. So. Just because we all understand that he's obviously the best rookie if he's the best player in the league. And therefore, he's better than all the other rookies. So, they probably, they probably could have just given the award to a different rookie. Uh, that's my judgment there. Ten-time Gold Glover. So, for fielding. Three-time Silver Slugger Award. Wow, that's impressive. I think the Silver Slugger Award... What is that one? It's awarded annually to the best offensive player... At each position in the American League and National League. Oh, so they give it to all nine positions. I see. And then two-time AL batting champion, 2001 and 04. And the stolen base leader in 01. Oh, yeah. And he had 262 hits in 2004. Which broke the major league record, defeating 
George Sisler. Fighting out of the left corner, George Sisler. Who played for the St. Louis Browns and did it in 1920. Man, this has turned into a baseball. This is We're going deep on baseball right now. <laughs> yeah, but George Sisler had 257 hits back in 1920. Which, they only played 154 games back then. So, yeah, they used to play less games. Right? Am I... Am I going bonkers? Let's see. 1920 in baseball. Let's see the standings. Oh, then we can just add them up. 98 and 56. Yeah, so 154. And now they play 162 games. Which just sounds ridiculous when you say it. It sounds like so many. 162 games. All right, and let's just do... Wait, and Ichiro had... How many hits? Let's move on from Ichiro. I just want to see how many Major League Baseball hits he had. 3,089 Major League Baseball hits. But didn't he... He got more hits than Pete Rose when they combined them. When they combined... Yeah, exactly. In total, he finished with 4,367 hits in his professional career across Japan and the U.S. So, that's the most ever. Wait, how many did... Wait, now I gotta look how many Pete Rose had. Alright, so after that, then we're gonna read a little... Now I just gotta see how many hits does... How many hits does the Hit King have? They call Pit... Pit Rose. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Pit Rose. <laughs> that's that's funny. That's Pete Rose's nickname if he loves eating cherries. Cherries with pits. They call him Pit Rose. Or he has smelly armpits. <laughs> okay, that's just that's just silly. Uh Pete Pit Rose has I like that though, Pit Rose. <laughs> it's just something catchier about it. Just makes him more lovable. Pit Rose has 4,256 hits in his career. So yeah, Ichiro got more. There we go. So there's Ichiro for ya. Oh, did you guys hear that? The doorbell just rang. I'm not, someone else is gonna get that though. Yep, I just heard one of my other. Somebody else is getting the door. And they probably got food delivered. And and, uh, don't want to leave home. Gotta just stay home. Quarantine. And quarantine and get food. But, yeah, before I read this fun fact. I'm just not. I don't even remember the last time I got food delivered. I'm just not. A food delivery guy. I just, I just go get it. I just go get that that bag of tacos. All right. So next, we're gonna. I'm gonna get a little sip of coffee. All this talk about foods make me thirsty. I still have the 
the same lemons in my Dodgers cup from yesterday. I just left them in because they're not gonna. It still tastes lemony, lemony goodness. They're not gonna go bad in one day, right? They don't. No, they're not. This still tastes good. I could probably leave it in there for a few days. I could probably leave in there a whole week. All right. (laughs) Oh, oh man. My landlord, he brought over a bunch of them, though. So we got at least over 20, maybe 30 out there. All right. So that's our lemon situation over here. Because there's lots of lemons. If you didn't know, lemon trees got lots of lemons on them. All right, here we go. That's that's lemon corner. Lemon, what would the lemon segment be called? Lemon face for an audio podcast. <laughs> lemon, lemony snicket. Very good. Very good. All right, we're getting sidetracked here. This was supposed to be shorter. It's always... Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize how long I've been going. But it's always goes longer. And <laughs> that's that's my motto with podcasts. Especially when I'm just hanging out at home and not doing anything. And I plan on doing a 8 minute episode. Turns into 38. That's what happens. But that's a good thing. That means I'm having fun. I'm just I I need to go for a walk though. I haven't I haven't gone anywhere today. I just walked outside. So I always walk outside in the morning when I get up. Just uh cuz it's always so beautiful here. I mean, it can get cold in the morning sometimes, but I get my coffee, my coffee. And I walk outside, and I stretch, and I look at the sky. It's usually blue. There's not usually clouds. Although, in the forecast, there's a few days of rain in the in that 10-day forecast. But that happens a lot, I've noticed, down here, is... They predict rain. And then it just ends up not really raining. It's kind of like they're... You shouldn't be hopeful. You shouldn't be biased as a weather person. You shouldn't allow your personal bias to enter the equation. You know? <laughs> the, the weatherman's... I got a, I got a barbecue planned Saturday. I sure... Man, I hope these sunny skies... <laughs> That'd be so funny just to listen to all the meteorologists talk about their, sometimes they probably do do that though, because everybody just likes to talk about themselves, just like you know from listening to this podcast, because that's the whole point of this podcast, that's the whole point of it, (laughs) just to talk about me, guys, I just want to, no, it's not it's not all about me. 
I like talking about other stuff too. Like baseball. Let's get back. <laughs> Just, that was not a bad segue. All right, so baseball. We're going to do a fun fact each episode. So here's your fun fact. Baseball fans eat enough hot dogs that can stretch from Dodger Stadium to Wrigley Field. Wow. L.A. to Chicago. Hot dogs are associated with baseball almost as much as the glove and bats. During MLB games, about 25,500,000 hot dogs and 5,508,900 sausages. Very specific. Are sold every year. These hot dogs are enough to stretch from Wrigley Field to Chicago. Yep. Very good. And I also wanted to say, not to mention the Ketchup Ocean and the Mustard Finger Food Lakes. Rimshot. Finger Food Lakes. You know when they say, I love when they say the punchline. You got to say the punchline again. It's, when it's a funny, I'm all for repeating a punchline. If it's, if people are laughing or even, it's even funnier if nobody's laughing and then you just repeat a punchline. Man, I'm just remembering stand-up comedy now. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. But yeah, the good old punchline repeat. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Okay, so each episode we're also going to do... Man, I'm just laying it out for you guys right now. Just This is how it's going to go. Each and every episode of 2001, A Space Needle Odyssey. So we are also going to do baseball memorabilia. Because I got a lot of items. That's one thing. My room... My room... Is like an antique shop. It's like an old lady's room. I got old lady vibes. (laughs) I have so many trinkets. And... It's like a gas station. Or like a truck stop. You know, you know those truck stops that, oh, there's a really good one right outside of Missoula in Montana. We would always stop by there on the way to Great Falls. We'd always drive with the family from Bothell to Great Falls to visit my grandparents and my mom's whole side of the family over there. But, yeah, they have such an awesome truck stop. And that's actually... I'm looking... I don't think I've got anything from that truck stop here. But I definitely have bought Huckleberry Jam. I got a good old... A bear. You know how they have the bear? Man, that brings back memories. Just... I I just the image of I just pictured the bear honey not the honey bear the you know I mean the bear container of honey that just brings back the memories because I I don't eat honey much anymore 
I'm not a big honey connoisseur. I think honey is just pure sugar. But the more I talk about it, what sounds really good is a peanut butter and honey sandwich. That's delish. That's what I would do with my honey. What are you going to do with your honey? What does your honey do? (laughs) That's what my honey do. All right. So my baseball memorabilia for the first edition of, I keep, it's a long title. It's a long title. 2001 Space Needle Odyssey is an official NCAA championship baseball from Pac-10. Oh my gosh. This is so old that it says Pac-10 instead of Pac-12. Which, I'm trying to think, when did the Pac-10 switch to the Pac-12? It was probably... Because I got this baseball. I got this when I was... Man, I was it was at the University of Washington. And I believe I was just with my mom... Maybe dad too. Probably mom and dad. We were at my sister's volleyball. My sister had a big volleyball tournament at UW. And I used to always just... Because I like... I would like attending stuff when I'm not doing anything. It's very relaxing. You hang out with people. You get to eat stadium food. You get to eat... 5 million sausages and 25 million hot dogs. Speaking of which, which is better? The hot dog or the sausage? I would definitely go with... Specifically, I would go with a bratwurst. Yes, I would go with the old... The Herman, Herman bratwurst. Alright. But yeah, I got this baseball it was probably man must have been because I was still in high school or something it was probably 2009 probably 09 so the Pac-10 switched to the Pac-12 right after that soon after and yeah I got this baseball how did I get it I think that there was a, yeah, there was definitely, there was a, a Husky baseball game going on and someone hit a home run right over, it was right over the center field wall and there's just a bunch of marsh and just trees and bushes, grass back there, but I must, I was watching the game, I was just stopped watching my sister's Volleyball, went over and watched some baseball for free. Gosh, that was cool. Because that's before they remodeled the Husky Stadium. And they, yeah, they did a bunch of stuff over there at UW. Well, they remodeled the football stadium, but they also remodeled the baseball stadium. And, yeah... So yeah, I just ran back there and grabbed this baseball. And I'm happy I did. Because it's a nice... This is the nicest baseball I have. It's just a good... It has good laces. 
baseball's all about it's all about them laces because you don't want the the plasticky feel because this ball's it feels very leathery which is good and the laces are really indented very pronounced laces lovely laces if I must say alright so there's your yeah what else does it say it says Rawlings on it that's a solid baseball equipment company it says China China ER04 on it and it also says official ball NCAA championship Pac-10 championship or no Pac-10 conference Extra innings technology. And yeah, the print is a bit faded. There you go. There's that. And then let's read a quote. We're going to do a quote each episode from the baseball book of quips and quotes, which we were just talking about a couple episodes ago. And I'm just, I'm just going to keep talking like this. <laughs> you know, when people talk like that, when they just get in the rhythm and their voice just keeps going up. And they just keep ending sentences like this. Do you know those people? <laughs> Everything they say sounds like a question. Those people are. That's always funny. Um, you're like, are you asking me something? Or are you telling me something? Do I need to say something? Or can I just nod? Alright, what's my appropriate response for this? <laughs> okay. So this is, here we go. Let's read a quote here. It says, the players speak, and this is by Johnny Pesky. He, he said, baseball can build you, <laughs> excuse me, baseball, I got distracted. See, I always have to make an excuse. I didn't really get distracted, but there was a car that just went by. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. A car, a loud car. It was revving. It was one of those souped-up engines. And you ever notice how a lot of the souped-up engines are Subarus? A lot of souped-up... A lot of Subarus. Souped-up Subarus. It's true. Or maybe it's just because... Maybe it's just because... One sec. Maybe... It's because I'm from the Pacific Northwest. The PNW. Nobody calls it the PNW, but I'm from there. And there's lots of Subarus. It's pretty much the home of Subarus. I was just going to say, is Subaru based in Seattle? But no, that's a Japanese company, right? Yes, Subaru. 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 (laughs) <laughs> okay. <sighs> the players speak. Baseball can build you up to the sky one day, and the next day you have to climb a stepladder to look up to a snake. Johnny Pesky. There we go. So there's that. There's your quote. And then we'll end it. We're going to end it on this. This has been a brilliant episode of unplanned fun mostly unplanned because I planned about 
10 minutes tops. But we go over as usual. If you had the over under for this podcast at 12 minutes and you took the over, then you won. That'd be funny. <laughs> Cuz that wouldn't really make sense though. I couldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't be unbiased. If I set the over under, someone else would have to set the over under and then I would have to not know what it was. The <laughs> if Vegas Vegas sets the over under for podcasts for length. Gosh, that'd be so random. I don't, how would that even work? What what would people even be betting on? Because, I mean, I guess you would say, how long is the next episode of this going to be? That's how it's going to work. Man, I wonder if that's going to happen someday in Vegas. People are going to be able to bet on podcasts. But I don't know what you would bet on specifically, but I foresee something like that could happen. Maybe rankings or views, listens, all that stuff. An interesting concept. Oh, that'd be fun to do. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. I'm going to write this down. This is worthy of writing down. It's going to be a podcast bracket. Because I love, I love a good bracket. I haven't even talked about a bracket. One of the other brackets I'm working on right now. It's not March Madness though. Not March Madness. Although I did... Oh my god, I was being so lazy yesterday. <laughs> Are you ever you ever be lazy productive when you're really productive while you're being lazy? Cuz I watched 6 NCAA national championships. 6 yesterday on TV, on YouTube. That's in, isn't that crazy? That's <laughs> And I was just listening to podcasts the whole time. And because I was going to make a day out of it. I just wanted, that was my one shining moment. It was mine. One shining moments. One shining moment. Dang, you reach for the sky. Yeah, yeah, you heard. Yeah. Yeah, you you heard that. <laughs> the trash talking singer. You heard that? You guys hear that note? You guys hear that melody? <laughs> those those silky sweet tones. Uh But yeah, I had fun. I had I had a good day of just I watched the 2010 through 2016, all, all six of those. And it was fun. It was, I don't know why. Wait, is that six? No, that's seven. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, I watched seven. <laughs> I watched seven games. 
because 2010 through 2016, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, that's seven. All right, there you go. That's just even sadder. But it's just because normally the NCAA championship would have been today or yesterday or tomorrow. It's always the first week of April. So I'll probably, if you want me to be completely honest, I'm going to watch, I already started 2017, which is a really painful one. It's really painful for me to listen to or to watch because Gonzaga lost. My sister's alum and we, I've always been the Gonzaga fan my whole life. Even though they're from the other side of the state. I'm from the west side. West side. Gonzaga's from the east. East. What's the east side version of East Easter? <laughs> east. <laughs> east to a, a deep voice. East side. The Easter side. <sighs> Sorry if that wasn't. <laughs> What if you oh my gosh. I just had the I just had the vision of cause you know how Oh man, that's a low flying airplane going right now. You, hold for plane. Uh you know how sometimes a player has to apologize to their coach? You know, like when a quarterback is throws an interception and you can see them explaining what they were trying to do to their coach. So then I just pictured myself going to try to explain to my comedy coach or something to to someone just (laughs) trying to explain why I was what I was trying to be funny about oh my gosh because I just think it's funnier I think things get funnier when you try to explain why they're funny does that make sense (laughs) Does, does that make sense when you when you try to dissect why things are funny and you just try to explain stuff and it's just that's that's what's funny to me but that might just be my style of humor or it might just be because I've listened to so many podcasts or yeah it's really that I was gonna say something about stand-up comedic comedy but I haven't done enough stand-up comedy or even watched enough stand-up comedy. But I, I'm i more of a podcast person. I'm, I'm more of a podcast person who likes doing stand-up. But I wouldn't mind... I would love to make it my career, though. To, to do both, really. I would love to... I mean, once stand-up comedy comes back, once live sporting events come back, it's not going to be in the near future. It takes years of doing open mics and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know what it takes. But I definitely want to do podcasts for a living, though. Because I want to do this every day. I'm a podcast person. I'm a just diehard through and through. Because I can just... I can do this every day. Just And you can do it from anywhere, too. That's the biggest part. Is you can do it from 
anywhere. And you don't need any equipment. I think that's a... That's just such a... A common misconception about podcasts. About how to start a podcast. Is people think that... I mean, I'm sure it would probably make it better. If you... It might... It wouldn't change the content. It might just change the aesthetic of it. If if you get some equipment. But to be... I've never... I don't, I don't want to brag, but I've never spent any money on doing this podcast. Except I just spent time and energy. Not that much energy, just time. Time and talking. But I've never spent any money on anything. Because you don't need to. Because you can use Anchor. Anchor is a great app that allows you to upload your podcast. And then, if you have an, I mean, I have an iPhone, an iPhone, but I'm, I'm sure other smartphones allow you to do voice memos as well. So, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, all you need is your phone, really. That's, that's all you need. Because some people think that you just have to buy $100 worth of equipment or get an expensive setup or all that stuff but I'm telling you right now if you want to start a podcast start a podcast today do it right now but it's because there's nothing stopping you the only thing in your way is your own motivation is whether you want to do it or not but I I've completely lost what I was even talking about I have no idea where (laughs) that conversation, that one person conversation went so many different directions that I was talking about doing a podcast bracket, which I think is a fun idea. And I could share it on the show. But yeah, just it's cool doing free because it's also free for you to listen to. It's free, free. It's free, free. You know, it's free-free. Isn't that a funny thing? Because what other things? There's nothing. That's the craziest thing about podcasts. Is they're free to make and they're free to listen to. I guess the only other thing that really works like that is social media. Because social media is free to use. I mean, this is all... Assuming that you have a smartphone. Because it costs money to... It obviously costs money to pay for your phone. And your monthly plan. But all this stuff is included. Is what I'm saying. So it's essentially free. As long as you have a phone. But who doesn't have a phone? (laughs) Who doesn't have a phone? There's... Is there anybody... Under the age of 80 who doesn't have a cell phone, at least a cell phone. It doesn't have to be a smartphone, but I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that I was just thinking of percentages. What percent of Americans have a smartphone? Because even, 
dirt poor, impoverished people who have no money, even they have iPhones. <laughs> everyone has, everyone has smartphones. Even people with no, even ho- homeless people, homeless people have sp- smartphones. It's, it's not. I'm not exaggerating. I'm just saying it is what it is. Es lo que es. Everybody has a smartphone, except for Ari Shafir, because he's a hippie renegade. So, all right, let's move on. That was fun, though. All right, let's just, we're, <laughs> this has gone so much longer and so much more just completely random stuff, but that's okay, because that's what, that's what we're all about. And we're going to wrap it up on this. We're going to wrap it. I'm just looking at my note card. I'm trying to look, because I got a note card here, and yeah, we're doing everything on it, because I like to be organized sometimes. I like to prepare some segments for the show, and smooth, smooth jazz. Here we go. This is, oh yeah, so let me explain. (sighs) Let me take a breath, (laughs) and say, this is a book. God Save the Fan by Will Leach, founder of Deadspin, the now defunct Deadspin, right? But wasn't Deadspin the company that was in the news recently for people were tweeting while they were walking out of their office with cardboard boxes or something like that? Because, yeah, everyone at didn't Deadspin go? It went under? I believe so. There's a lot of conjecture on this podcast. Because I'm just too lazy to look all this stuff up. I could easily... It's at my fingertips, basically. I could look it up, I suppose. But... No, I know. It did. It was Deadspin. That went bankrupt or whatevs. It went under. That was recently. But Deadspin used to be a big, it's kind of like Bleacher Report, or what's that thing called? Oh my gosh, what's the new Deadspin? Barstool. Everybody loves Barstool. And I've never, I've never got into it. Never really, I did, the one Barstool thing I checked out was the Pat McAfee show. But I only watched that for 10 minutes and I I checked that out because Pat McAfee's friends with Burt Kreischer and Burt recommended him and he seems funny and all that stuff and Pat McAfee's a former Indianapolis Colts punter he was one of those one of those super jacked punters you know the the punter who has huge biceps for no reason and like there's a there's a highlight reel on YouTube of him just laying guys out maybe he should have played strong safety or something he seems like a pretty good athlete or maybe he played a different position in college that may have been it alright so let's just read this thing because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go urinate. Gonna go pee. But first, we're just gonna bang this out and wrap this baby up. So this it says blackballed by 
blackballed by ESPN exclamation point with 27% new wait is this a joke with 27% new material oh I wonder if this is maybe that's not a joke <laughs> or maybe it is that'd be funny if you broke it down to the exact percentage of words because I was thinking you know how they do second was it like second editions of books how they republish books sometimes so for a second I thought is he joking that it has 27% <laughs> it has exactly 27% more new material no, I think it's a joke alright I can't let that little stuff trip me up. What's it say? Sports Illustrated says, A witty poke in the eye to the entire sports industrial complex. A fanfare for the common fan. Newsday says, Spectacularly irreverent. Piercingly insightful. The Nation says, Perspective is Leach's specialty. He is one of the sharper and funnier sports columnists working today. And this was published, what was it published in 2007? And was it 2007? I don't want to lose my page. It says the cover design was published in 2007. So if the cover design was 07, then I'm thinking that the rest of the book must have been, right? The cover has to be published at the same time. All right, <laughs> let me just read the back of it. Will Leach, founding editor of Desbin.com, is a contributing editor and columnist for New York Magazine. He has also written for the New York Times, GQ, Fast Company, Slate, Salon, and Playboy, and is author of Catch, a novel, and Life as a Loser, a book of essays. He lives in Brooklyn, New York. And that reminds me... That's definitely something that I want to do. Because I've read a lot of David Sedaris. Right now I'm reading Dress for Your Family. No, what's it say? Dress Your Family in Corduroy and Denim. And it's a picture of a mannequin. The back of an orange mannequin. Which makes me think of I Am Legend. Which is... That's the peak of mannequins. You know how you talk about the peak of an athlete's career? That is the peak of mannequins, is I Am Legend. And that's such a good scene. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. When he's just crying, just talking to the mannequins. And let's see. Oh yes, it reminded me. I want to write a book of essays. That's something I want to do. Because I've done, I did a fiction, I did a non-fiction with some short stories, but I want to just do a book of essays. That'd be cool. And I also want to do a coffee table book. And I got lots of different ideas for what I want to do for my coffee table book. It'd be fun to do a coffee table book about minor league baseball about just different minor league baseball stadiums around the country 
if I if I got it together, not this summer, maybe next summer. Just go to a bunch of minor league baseball stadiums. I was actually looking at that back in when was that? Was that before Thanksgiving? It may have been before Thanksgiving that I was looking at the minor league because there's a bunch in California. California. There's a bunch of different minor league teams. So I was putting together a little minor league baseball road trip, just hypothetically. But then this quarantine, this whole thing happened. So now it's not even a question. The the world made the decision for me. I'm not going to, I can't, you can't go, you can't do nothing. There's no baseball. (laughs) There's there's no sports. But what was I saying? Oh yeah, I was saying I want to do a coffee table book. And I want to do a pocket book. Just like baseball, a book of quips and quotes. I would love to do a, do the, the small and the big. And then the medium with the book of essays. So there you go. Man, we're almost almost to that hour finish line. And then I'll I'll dash off to the bathroom. I'll do that bathroom dash. <laughs> now I, I mean once you the holy the whole thing I just said the holy thing the holy thing. The holy thing with going to the bathroom. I wonder if other people know this. Or if other people think this. But as long as I know when I can go, and if as long, like I know it's in the near future, then I can hold it for you know for a little bit. As long as I know that I'm gonna be able to go in the near future. But the scariest part about having to go to the bathroom <laughs> is if there's uncertainty. Like, if if you don't know. What if, what if you don't know when you can go to the bathroom? Uh, but that's the good part about being a guy. But you, you can't pee in public, though. You can't just go pee in public. There's too many people everywhere. And you're going to get a ticket for... Do they have public urination tickets? Is it that specific? Uh, oh, yeah, they remember those... They had those, uh, those, uh, what are they called? Urinals in the middle of England, in the middle of London, just in the streets, they have urinals. Just in the sidewalks. They've, these, this is a brand new thing over the past few months. But it's not, it's kind of crazy. Cause it seems they should be. What's the shape that should they should have? They should they should be shaped like a U, right? Yeah, they should be shaped like a U. Cause they should have walls that flank you. So you can't see a guy's junk <laughs> when you're just walking down the sidewalk. Cause I'm cause I saw a picture of I saw a picture of the urinal. And it kind of just looked like it was kind of just a little wall 
but it didn't have any bumpers on it. It needs some wings. It needs some bumpers. That thing's got to fly, man. But you need some protection. You really need the protection on the side. Because it's just like in public bathrooms when the urinals... Because you know how some urinals have the divider? But then some are just... You got the trough. (laughs) At Dodger Stadium, they just got a big trough. Like we're pigs or something. Disgusting. But then sometimes it's really nice dividers. Or sometimes it's just a bunch of single urinals lined up. But it's always upscale. You know it's upscale if they got dividers. That's what's nice. But you really need a divider. What I'm saying is you need the the bumpers in public. Because that's basically... That's public nudity. You're just... You're almost just flashing... <laughs> You're flashing the people, but it's it's kind of, it's very liberal, very brazen. I don't know if that would ever happen in the United States. Public urinals, just in the middle of the sidewalks. Could we handle that? We'd, we'd probably figure out some way to vandalize them or... People would be living in them. People would be sleeping in them. That's what would happen. As people would start just throw a a blanket over it, make a little fort, make a little urine fort. You got a place to lay your head. All right, and you got a place to go to the bathroom. You don't even have to leave your fort to go to the bathroom. It's a win-win. All right. Ah, this has been productive. This is this has been fun. Uh, so let's see. Let's just read. So we got a glossary. He's got a glossary at the end of each chapter, and this is the players' chapter. So I'm just gonna go over the baseball players, and I'm gonna start with the first baseball player. It's Chris Benson, oft injured pitcher, more famous for his crazed ex stripper wife. Anna, who continuously steals the spotlight from her husband, even though she's not that hot. Anna's personal website is renowned for her unhinged rants, including an anti-PETA screed that claimed animals have like two cells in their little animal heads, but I think natural instinct helps them understand that they are here to eat and be eaten. (laughs) that's so funny I don't know I mean honestly I'm not like I've heard bad things about PETA do you guys are I don't want to malign this is all allegedly allegedly PETA lawyers I don't want to malign PETA or assassinate their character but I've heard I've definitely heard that PETA, PETA is the one that's often doing the torturing and bad stuff. I just heard bad stuff about PETA. That's all I'm saying. So I'm just throwing it out. I'm sure if I Googled it or if you Googled it, you'd find some some bad stuff that PETA's done. Because it's, it's just like people. 
PETA is just like people. I'm standing up to this because we're wrapping it. PETA is just like people. It's the ones that complain the most and protest the most that you have to be the most suspicious of. Because they're, they're trying to cover something up. They're, you know all the super, those super feminist guys? Those guys all, I guarantee, I'm, I, I don't guarantee, but <laughs> I don't know anything. But I bet a lot of the super social justice warrior dudes, especially, have some dark stuff in their past. I'm just going to say that. Because, yeah, it's all about, they're just, doth, what's, it, what's it called? Doth protest too much? Right? So why are you so adamantly, why are you so defensive? That's what it really, that's what it comes down to. Is social justice warriors just, those, it's just people who are being defensive. They're acting, it's, it's people, they're acting like they're perfect. Like you've never, I don't know, is it? Am I, am I wrong? Because, yeah, I think that's kind of, that's kind of part of it. That's part of the whole social justice warrior movement thing. I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> I don't like, I'm not a political person. But I think part of it is just tearing other people down for just making the tiniest mistakes. But then by doing that, you're acting like you've never made a tiny mistake or a mistake of any size in your whole life. So why would, you, why would you point out other people's little flaws? That's, that's, uh, that's, there's something that doesn't add up totally to it. Man, this was, <laughs> this was an unexpected political twist ending. This was the M. Night Shyamalan twist ending to this podcast. Uh, I don't know what I was really, what point I'm really trying to make. But, yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I would never, I'm, I'm a person who would never try to cancel or take away a job. Try to get, I would never try to get someone fired. Because I've, I mean, I've had bad service and bad experiences with like with businesses and all that kind of stuff. But I mean even in real life, even in what about the I don't know what what point am I trying to make here? I'm saying cuz you know how the social media mobs try to get people fired, all that stuff. I'm saying I never would partake in any sort of negativity on the internet. I I can't remember. I may have been 12 years old the last time I posted a I never post negative stuff. I I mean I I, I try to. I I really in the in the last decade I can't remember saying anything negative on the internet. Humble brag sounds like I'm bragging. But I'm just saying I think everyone should be like that. I'm pre- pretty much, I think everyone should be like me. <laughs> no. 
No, just do your own thing. Do your thing, but be positive and be nice to people. And don't try to get people fired. Because that's just a ridiculous thing to do. Because what's, what's your job? If, is, is your job trying to get people fired from their job? That's not what your job is. <laughs> so, so maybe you should just do your job and just worry about your own business. Because I, yeah, I, I pretty much always stand with the person who's, not always, I mean, it obviously depends on what they did. But if it's ticky-tacky, if it's ticky-tacky, like remember, I mean, because, all right, here's an example of a ticky-tacky thing. What's the Trudeau? Remember Trudeau? He got busted for blackface. I'm not saying that's not racist. I, I this sounds like I'm defending. I, I'm I'm more defending. What year was that? What year was it? Was the photo taken from? It was probably from the '80s, right? <laughs> it's probably from the '80s. And everyone was doing, it sounds like an excuse, but that's just, wasn't everyone doing offensive? People were dressing like Native Americans and all sorts of insane stuff that we would find insanely offensive today. So, I don't know what my point about Trudeau is. (laughs) I'm just saying that... He just did what everyone else did. I don't know. Because Jimmy Kimmel... Remember Jimmy Kimmel? Not many people know that... Jimmy Kimmel did... He dressed just like Carl Malone. And he... So Jimmy Kimmel did blackface. But... People... Everybody loves Jimmy Kimmel. So... That's another... That's a weird thing. That we don't... How come our society pick and... We pick and choose... Stuff like that. How is it? Cause true, is it? Cause we're racist against Canadians. Maybe, maybe we're against the Canadians. So we don't realize that. But we like we like funny people. That's for sure. We like people who make us laugh. And Jimmy Kimmel is one of the funniest people. But, and I'm not saying that Jimmy Kimmel should get in any trouble, for dress being like Carl Malone, and doing. Blackface, cause I I don't care. Why? I mean, why would I, that be weird if I got offended? <laughs> Just a random white guy, and I get I get super offended by doing by it. I mean, it obviously doesn't matter to me, but I could I could see how if I was black, I might be offended, maybe. But then, it it'd be more offensive if it was today. That's the real thing. Is I just don't think we realize how much our culture and tolerance and political correctness and all that stuff, how much has been amped up in the past decade or even in the past five years. It's just totally been changed by social media and the news and all that stuff. So this has become very political. <laughs> it's just... We've gone from baseball to politics to end it. But yeah, let's just end it there. So we'll just end it with just 
be nice to people. Just spread kindness. Kindness spreads. You know, I think kindness, positivity spreads more than... People always say negativity spreads. But I think positivity spreads more. Especially if a lot of people get on board. And I've been staying off social media though. I've been, the past couple days, I've just been staying off for the most part. Which is good. It feels good. Because then you're not just, oh, I'll talk about social media and all that stuff later. But it's over now. We're done. So, take a deep breath. Relax. Don't panic. Be calm. Have fun at home. Be productive. Exercise. I was doing a bunch of squats, just air squats yesterday. And then my legs were a bit sore this morning. So I was feeling it. Those are good. Those are, you really feel the workout doing air squats and do, do a plank and call it a day. Don't watch too much TV. And um, let's see, anything else? Go for a walk. Maybe you're walking right now. Oh yeah, as I was saying earlier, clean, dust, reorganize stuff, make the most of your time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, thank you. Uh, As always, I love you. I'm your host, Chris Arneson, signing off, saying bye.